Premier Xu Zhenchang on Thursday announced on social media that he and his cabinet will resign en masse to facilitate the formation of a new cabinet. The announcement came after the legislative yuan approved the general budget for 2023. Su said he met with President Tsai Ing-wen after the fact to once again tender his resignation, after a previous one was rejected. In the social media post, Su said that Tsai had asked him to stay on. In the end, he decided to wait until after a general budget was approved, so that the process would be smoother. With a Lunar New Year break starting on Friday, the new premiere won't be announced until after the holidays. And now turning to Europe, where Taiwan's ties and visibility are growing. Two Swiss media outlets have listed President Tsai Ing-wen as one of the globe's five most powerful women worth watching in 2023. She joins the ranks of Finnish Prime Minister Sanna Marin and Camilla, the UK's Queen Consort. Tsai's on the list as she's considered brave enough to stand up to Beijing in defense of freedom and democracy. In addition, the European Parliament on Wednesday adopted implementation reports for two major EU security policies. One calls on China to stop threatening regional security and for the European Commission to forge a strategic partnership with Taiwan. Recently, President Tsai Ing-wen has been receiving foreign visitors one after the other and has thanked the US for its long-standing attention to Taiwan's security and its resolute opposition to authoritarian China. In the international arena, she's created an Iron Lady image, winning plaudits from the foreign media. Swiss media outlets 24 Heures and Tribune de Genève published identical reports where they selected the five powerful women most worth watching in 2023. They included Finland's PM Sanna Marin, US Vice President Kamala Harris, UK's Queen Consort Camilla, French PM Elizabeth Bourne and Taiwan's President Tsai Ing-wen. The report described President Tsai as someone who was brave enough to resist Beijing and she had become a thorn in China's side for her defence of Taiwan's freedom and democracy. It adds that when dealing with China, Tsai would not make any concessions. During the seven years of President Tsai's tenure, she has been successful in her abilities to assess the current situation and then respond to China's oppression in an extremely prudent manner. Then, with the support of the international community, we have bravely continued to stand on the global stage. Of course, President Tsai will be branded an Iron Lady, but I want to emphasize that that description is not well liked by people in democratic countries. We don't like heavy-handed leadership, but it can be said she is an important leader who leads Taiwan. China's intimidation and coercion of Taiwan have repeatedly made it a focus of international geopolitics. The European Parliament on Wednesday passed implementation reports for the Common Security and Defence Policy and the Common Foreign and Security Policy, with an overwhelming majority of votes. China's construction of military installations in the South China Sea and provocative behaviour toward Taiwan are listed as points of concern. The Common Foreign and Security Policy resolutely opposes unilateral changes to the Taiwan Strait and calls on China to stop endangering regional stability. 
It also calls on the European Commission and High Representative of the Union for Foreign Affairs and Security Policy to establish a strategic cooperative relationship with Taiwan. In the past, Europe was relatively indifferent to Taiwan because it had adopted a relationship with China that was friendly and involved business exchanges. However, in recent years, China's economic exploitation and wolf warrior diplomacy have sparked international outrage. We have shown we are a resilient democracy. As the threat from authoritarian China grows day by day, the world's pro-democracy camp is getting stronger and stronger. Taipei Mayor Jiang Wan'an on Thursday visited Taipei First Girls High School to congratulate the school's marching band on their outstanding performance in the U.S. More than 120 teens from the school had performed at the prestigious Rose Parade in California, bringing international attention to Taiwan. During his visit, Jiang reminisced on his own student years, sharing stories about his high school crush. Jiang Wan'an walks in to applause from the students at Taipei First Girls High School. He's come here to congratulate the school's marching band for the great showing in the U.S. at the Rose Parade in California. I've been looking forward to entering Taipei First Girls High School for a long time. When I was in high school, I used to wait outside the gates, wearing my own school uniform. The girl I had a crush on wore your same green uniform. Jiang shared an anecdote of the crush that he had on a student at the school back when he was in high school. He was quick to clarify that it had only been puppy love. My wife didn't study at Taipei First Girls High School. She's from Yilan, so she studied at National Lanyang Girls Senior High School, where she was the conductor of the marching band. So I'm very happy that it's all going back to that. I would like to offer you all my biggest support. Jiang posed for photos with the students at the event. His visit caused a stir, much like a previous visit by Jiang's predecessor, Ke Wenzhe. But what do students think? They have different styles. One feels more like a dad. The other is perhaps a little younger, like an older brother. The school's marching band performed in the U.S. for the first time in 18 years, capturing international headlines with their exquisite performance. It was not easy, especially for the final year students who had to take their university entrance exams shortly after returning to Taiwan. While we were staying at the hotel, the school booked a meeting room that we could use to study. So at night, the school principal, teachers and us students would go there to read. It was work hard, play hard for the high schoolers during their stay in the U.S., proving that with enough perseverance and resources, anything is possible. A tourism train that gives passenger a whirlwind trip around Taiwan is back. And this year, it's Disney-themed. Ten carriages have been decorated with all of Disney's most popular characters in a makeover designed to attract both young and old to the mobile attraction. The hurried traveler can make a speedy trip all the way around Taiwan's coast in just one day. As international tourism returns to Taiwan, the Taiwan Railways Administration hopes the tour train will be a major selling point for travelers. The train's services run from now until the end of June.
A familiar musical number heralds the launch of the island-wide dream train. The tourist train has got a makeover. Carriages are decorated inside and out with Disney characters to enchant children young and old. Here in the Chippendale dining carriage, you can not only get hot food, but also limitless drinks refills, so you can dine while admiring the view out of the window. I think they've done the dining car in a very special way. They have Disney-themed meals. The karaoke carriage is pretty special too. Aside from lots of spots for photos, passengers can also search for Mickey's head hidden around the carriages. The round-trip tour train is now entering its 15th year. Formerly sponsored by Hello Kitty, it's now reincarnated as a Disney train with 10 themed carriages. Tickets can be booked until early June and TRA hopes to attract passengers of all ages. I can say with accuracy that profits this year will certainly be excellent because it's such an attractive product, even for older people, myself included. I love it. For January and February, we expect to sell 80 to 90 percent of the tickets within the next week. In the coming years, we think families are an important demographic. We hope this theme will allow us to bring in more than 20,000 foreign travelers. TRA is hoping the train will be a windfall as foreign tourists return to Taiwan this year. They also hope the train will link up many different local attractions and help rejuvenate Taiwanese tourism post-COVID. More and more semiconductors are becoming a strategic resource, and Taiwan is the center of their production. In the latest, Intel's CEO Patrick Gelsinger says in an interview with CNN that the importance of chips to the world is becoming equivalent to that of oil a few decades ago. In the next 50 years, they will become key to winning the power balance in geopolitics. Some local experts think the country with advanced chips will be the nations that wins over the world. And the leader in this race is TSMC, known locally as the sacred mountain that protects Taiwan. Semiconductors are needed virtually everywhere, from consumer electronics to electric vehicles and even weaponry. In an interview with CNN, Intel CEO Patrick Gelsinger says that in the coming 50 years, chips will replace the role of oil and will play a key role in influencing the direction of geopolitics. Where the oil reserves are define geopolitics for the last five decades. Where the technology supply chains are and where semiconductors are built is more important for the next five decades. Gelsinger said that the outbreak of the pandemic and resulting chip shortages made his company pay more attention to the need to geographically balance supply chains. He added that Taiwan was a powerhouse in chip innovation. We need this geographically uh, balanced, resilient supply chains. Taiwan is really the tech hub, right? We think of Silicon Valley that way. But Taiwan is such a, a jewel, an emerald of innovation. The utmost importance of chips is that they will drive the world's future long-term technological development. The even more critical core idea is those that have advanced manufacturing processes will be the ones that will win over the world. Of course, this includes Gelsinger's Intel, but currently the most strategic location is Taiwan. It's at TSMC. Future developments depend on advanced semiconductors. Experts believe that here Taiwan has an advantage, which is why several countries are courting TSMC to set up factories. In order to be close to its customers and their requests, TSMC has set up advanced manufacturing processes for 3 nanometer chips in the US. 
TSMC has a presence in Japan to serve its automotive industry. Most recently, the company has been evaluating setting up shop in Germany, where there are several large car manufacturers, and this is connected to making high-efficiency computing chips for vehicles. When it comes to BMW, Mercedes-Benz and Volkswagen, the demand for high-efficiency computing AI accelerator chips will be key. Another crucial factor will be the degree of subsidies that the German government and the EU Chips Act can provide. TSMC CEO CC Wei has said the company is currently evaluating the feasibility of setting up fabs in Europe. Experts say if the German government can provide generous subsidies and ensure that there's a steady supply of orders, TSMC may be able to quicken the pace of its European presence. Taiwan reported less than 20,000 local COVID infections on Thursday, a drop of 20% from the previous week. A health expert says that though numbers are dropping, a new COVID wave could rise after the Lunar New Year, with a spread of highly infectious variants. Let's hear from him. With Taiwanese coming back from the holidays and with all the festive gatherings, there could be a new wave. If there is one, the peak could come in early March then the curve would slowly come back down again. If a strong subvariant that has a high transmissibility emerges abroad, it will eventually make its way into Taiwan. It won't necessarily clearly correlate with the Lunar New Year. Perhaps the number of infections goes up, but that won't necessarily cause many severe infections or deaths. NTU Children's Hospital doctor Li Pingying says that Taiwan already has a certain degree of herd immunity. He says that if even if new variants find their way in, they will only result in smaller waves, adding that the government may still consider easing COVID rules. The CECC says it may announce a lifting of the indoor mask mandate as early as January 31st. As we approach Lunar New Year, many people reflect on inspiring figures in their lives or set intentions for the new year ahead. Taiwan is rich with quiet stories of kindness and generosity. Today, let's meet hairdresser and local charity founder Xu Wenjing. Three years ago, he started traveling to remote towns to offer free haircuts. His salon in Xinzhu County also served as a local charity hub. Razor and comb in hand, Xu Wenjin gets down to business, cutting hair in Xinzhu's Jianshi district. This is his charity hair cutting project. Xu grew up in difficult circumstances and became an apprentice hairdresser after middle school. Learning a trade helped him make his own way in life as well as help others. Three years ago, he founded a charity to enable these free hairdressing tours in remote locations. I've always enjoyed helping others since I was a child, so I used what tiny powers I have to gather some charity members together. We will continue going forward and working hard to help people with charity. 
at Xu's own salon in Zhudong, he's got a charity bazaar fridge where customers can buy items donated by retailers. The proceeds go to buy essential necessities for families in financial need. He was willing to give up his work to come and serve in our town far away. When I became aware of his actions, I was so touched. Xu hopes that his actions will ripple out to help more people. A generous deed can inspire kindness in many others. A quiet spot on the island of Liuqiu has found fame online for an adorable reason. A stretch of a seawall has amassed a school of turtles who are sunning themselves on the concrete. Except for, of course, they're not real turtles. They're made of stones placed together by hundreds of visitors. And more the turtles appear on the wall, the more visitors are attracted to Liuqiu to say hello. A school of tiny turtles covers this concrete block. They're not real, but made of stones. Some big, some small, they're all unique. But they seem to be crawling together toward the sea in an adorable group effort. If you go and see, it's really true. Anyone can come here and pick up some stones and put together their favourite turtle. The blocks almost seem to be amassing a turtle army. A photographer captured them with the sun far off in the background. The cute photo found lots of fans online. The turtles are to be found on Liuqiu Island, on the road towards Wangmei Laomu. If you walk along the seaside wall, you'll find them. There are lots of tetrapods on the road to Wangmei Laomu photography spot because one of Liuqiu's distinctive qualities is there are so many turtles and lots of people go to that spot to take photos so more and more people spontaneously create things on the tetrapods, line up the turtle stones and more and more people copy that. Tourists in Liuqiu seem to be full of creative juices, and these adorable turtles aren't going anywhere soon. Now they've found fame online, it's safe to assume they're the next top spot for Instagram shots this summer. And with the start of the Lunar New Year break tomorrow, many people are planning their travels around Taiwan. Forecasters say the weather will be a mixed bag over the holidays. The holidays will start off with a warm 25 degrees before sinking to a chilly 10 degrees in the north. There is a chance of rain toward the end of the break in the north and northeast. But overall, it should be generally dry in central and southern Taiwan. The cold eased off somewhat on Thursday with sunny skies in northern Taiwan. The Lunar New Year is a time to travel, but will the weather cooperate until then? The weather will change every two to three days. Today, the cold weather front is losing strength, which brings temperatures up. But most people are probably more concerned about the weather after the second day of the Lunar New Year. A cold front will be moving south, bringing temperatures as low as 10 to 12 degrees. The weather will change in four phases. On January 21st and January 22nd, northeasterly winds will be weaker, allowing temperatures to bounce back to between 16 and 25 degrees island-wide. Starting January 23rd, the mercury will drop sharply to lows of 10 degrees in the north and 12 in central and southern Taiwan. 
There may even be a chance of snow in mountainous areas. It will be until January 26th and January 27th that the cold will ease, but not for long. The last two days of the break, January 28th and 29th, will once again see impact from a cold front moving south, bringing chillier weather and drizzle to windward areas. The last few days of the break, the seventh and the eighth days of the year of the rabbit, will get cold weather from a cold front moving south. The front will affect windward areas, bringing in low temperatures and a higher chance of rain. Brief showers will hit areas of the north and northeast over the Lunar New Year holidays and ease off as the front loses strength. Over in central and southern Taiwan, rain is off the forecast. Still, with so many changes over the holidays, it's best to be ready for all kinds of weather conditions.